0: everyone, and welcome to Good and Glory podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Coburn. This is a place where we will talk all things Jesus, how to love him, be like him, and walk in a way worthy of his name. I'm really excited to spend some time with you today. Welcome friends. I'm glad you joined me today. Before we jump in, I wanted to share a random fact with you. Today's scripture content is a little bit longer, But in the spirit of fun, I did want to open, as I usually do, randomly. My fun fact is that I love sunsets. They're my favorite, and I think God knew that and blessed me with a house that has the perfect window for them in my living room. I've even instilled this in my children. Many nights, you'll hear one of us yell through the house, Hey, come look at the sunset! Tonight, it was no different. It was a mix of blue and pink swirls, and it just screamed of God's creativity and love because he gives us sweet gifts, such as sunsets. He is in the details, and that leads us to our topic today. Recently, Chris and I broke down Psalms 139, and we spent a week reading each section and digging into what it says about who we are and who God is. We opened up scripture, read it, asked some hard questions of each other, and reflected on what it actually says. Psalms 139 has been a favorite of mine since college. I fell in love with this set of verses when I was trying to figure out who Brittany was. I've always been fairly confident in myself, but I realized I needed a God confidence while I was in college. If you listen to my testimony, you know that there was a time I tried to do things on my own, and God broke me and helped me to realize that I was not my own but I was his. Once he broke me, he put me back together using Psalms 139. But when you break it down and study it and dig deeper into scripture, even if it's a scripture that has been your favorite for years, the Holy Spirit allows you to see a side of things that you may not have seen before. Today, I wanted to dig a little into Psalms 39. It really ties into what we have been discussing about who we are, who we were created to be, and drawing closer. I love that when I sit down to write, I typically have no clue where we're going to go with the episode, but the Holy Spirit does, and in the end, it lines up with other episodes and there tends to be a theme. So let's dig in. The first 12 verses starts out with, "'O Lord, you examine me and know. You know when I sit down and when I get up. Even from far away, you understand my motives. You carefully observe me when I travel or when I lie down to rest. You are aware of everything I do. Certainly my tongue does not frame a word without you. O Lord, being thoroughly aware of it. You squeeze me in from behind and in front. You place your hand on me. Your knowledge is beyond my comprehension. It is so far beyond me, I am unable to fathom it. Where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee to escape your presence? If I were to ascend to heaven, you would be there. If I were to sprawl out in Sheol, there you would be. If I were to fly away on the wings of the dawn and settle down on the other side of the sea, even there your hand would guide me. Your right hand would hold me. Even the darkness is not too dark for you to see, and the night is as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. Let's stop and think for a moment after hearing these words. How do they make you feel? What is your first reaction to them? For some, it could be, Oh, holy crap. I can't hide. Why can't I hide? The thought that someone is watching your every single movement and can hear your every thought and actually knows them before you think them. That's unnerving, to say the least. There are thoughts you don't want anyone to know you have. It makes you sick to think that you actually can't hide the things you do in secret, even if it's dark. To others, it's extremely comforting. There have been times when you felt so utterly alone. Hearing these words brings peace that no matter how dark and how alone you feel, you are never out of Christ's mind and he is always observing your actions how people treat you how they speak to you how you feel after leaving certain situations it's known and you are loved and cared for and thought of 24/7 and this brings immense comfort no matter what camp you're in know this being known by god is a blessing it is a wonderful and chain-breaking thing you are loved enough that the god of the universe checks in to every single one of your thoughts, your actions, and your motives. You were not created and left to suffer and die. You were not created and left on the earth to your own devices. You are known. And despite the crap that you think and do, and the crap that you say, you are loved. If you fall in the first camp, they get sick of the thought of being known to the point that you are Please listen to my words. Every single thing that you don't want known, everything that you want to stay in the dark and to stay hidden away from everyone and everything, it's already known by God, and that shouldn't make you sick or angry. Instead, you need to realize that God knows it all, and he still adores you. God knew it all long before you were created, and guess what? He still sent His Son to die for you. Romans 5, eight says, But God demonstrates His own love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He knew us. He knew what we would be, what we would think and what we would do, but He still chose to die for us. Even more than that, Romans goes on to say, Much more than because we have now been declared righteous by his blood, we will be saved through him from God's wrath. For while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. How much more since we have been reconciled, will we be saved by this life? Let's take a moment and breathe that in. Basically, we suck as humans. We all have thoughts we wish we wouldn't have. Yep, that includes me. I have sinful thoughts and we all sometimes act on those thoughts and do things we shouldn't do. But Christ still died for us and he continues to reconcile us and go to God and tell him how amazing we are. And he goes to him with our prayers and wants to see them answered. And no matter what, he loves us deeply and wholly. I love listening to people's testimonies. I love knowing where they came from and where God has brought them. It's always so encouraging and hopeful to hear. I was listening today to a dear friend's testimony, and I was in awe of who they were and who they are now. I don't recognize the person she describes to me that once was. Hearing the stories and then seeing what an amazing woman of God she is now is mind-blowing. God has redeemed, restored, and made new, and it's such a privilege to hear the story and to walk beside her as she walks in her salvation and redemption. The great thing about God knowing you is that he knows how to rescue you. He knows those thoughts, and he knows when to send help. He knows your thoughts, and he sent his son. He knows your actions and your motives, and he's Still chooses to rescue you and to bring you to the end of yourself so that he can step in and start adding his glory to your life. I really hope the weight of this is being felt. I feel it. I could have been horrible. I could still be horrible. I could have been a completely different person than who I actually am. But God, in his infinite mercy and grace, chose to save me and I get to sit here and talk to you about Jesus, because I am aware of the weight of what he has done to bring me to this point. I'm fighting tears because I want you to get this. I hope you know that I truly believe every word I say, and I want you all to believe it and to walk in it, for in this truth is freedom." Psalms 139 goes on in verse 13 through 18 to say, Certainly you made my mind and heart. You wove me together in my mother's womb. I will give you thanks because your deeds are awesome and amazing. You knew me thoroughly. My bones were not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and sewed together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw me when I was inside the womb. All the days ordained for me were recorded in your scroll before one of them came into existence. How difficult it is for me to fathom your thoughts about me, O God. How vast is their sum total. If I tried to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. Even if I finished counting them, I would still have to contend with you. Like we talked about in episode 19, nothing about you is a mistake. You are perfectly made and God made you for a reason and for a purpose. He ordained each one of your days and he wrote them in his scroll before a single one of them came to pass. Being known and loved is part of who you are. But to add to our knowledge that we were made perfectly, we also need to know that we cannot think the thoughts God has for us He finds the good in us, and he thinks highly of us. He gets disappointed, I'm sure, just like parents get disappointed in their kids. But he doesn't quit loving us. If you are one who didn't have amazing parents who loved you for who you are, but treated you like you were disposable or like you were a disappointment, I am so sorry. Please know that God isn't that way. You are not disposable. He wants you right here and he wants to love you and to use the gifts he has put inside of you. You are not a disappointment. You are not a mistake. And you are not a waste of time and effort. God wanted you here on this planet and he adores every single aspect of you. For the sake of time, I'm going to skip over verses 19 through 22. Not because I don't find them worth talking about, but because they don't really fit where we're going here. David releases some anger and he talks about the wicked, and it's something we could dig into and we could go on for an episode or two on it. So today, we're going to just kind of move on from there. As I always encourage you, please go read them yourselves. The end of Psalm 139 says, Examine me and probe my thoughts. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any wicked ways in me and lead me in the reliable ancient path. I love this prayer. I have prayed this prayer many times and I encourage you to pray this. But this encouragement comes with a warning. If you start praying, examine me and probe me. Test me and know me. God takes it seriously. He does what you ask, and in the beginning, it's painful and awkward. He starts revealing things that need to change. He starts breaking and putting you back together. He removes people and things, and He shapes and molds relationships to look more like Him. It's awkward and painful at first, then it becomes beautiful and humbling and such a reminder of His grace. He wants the best for us. He wants you to pray this prayer and to give Him control of your life. He wants to mold you and to shape you, and then He wants to use you. We should find it an honor that the God of this universe wants to use us to share His story and spread His gospel. He could use anyone and anything, but he chooses us. He could ignore us and destroy us, but he doesn't. He chooses to love, accept, and to spend time with us. If you are ready to take this journey, if you are ready to see where God will lead you when you give him control, please pray this prayer with me and then reach out to me so that I can pray for you as you take this journey of being fully known and fully loved. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner. I know that I deserve death, but you, in your great mercy and grace, you choose to love me. Help me to walk in that love. Forgive me for the things of my past and help me to walk in the knowledge of you guiding my future. As David prayed in Psalms 139, I pray, examine me and probe my thoughts. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any idolatrous tendencies in me and lead me in the reliable ancient path. Help me to not lose focus on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give me a review where you listen to podcasts. I also ask that you share this podcast with your friends and family. If you think they need to hear it, share it. It's as simple as hitting the share button and then sending it in a text. Or take a screenshot and share it on social media. I would greatly appreciate it. You can find me on social media at Good and Glory Podcast. Please give me a follow. Until next time, may the grace of Jesus be with you.